What's up with all the new faces? These days everybody wanna be famous. Don't wanna study, wanna make it on the A-list. What's up, y'all? It's the one and only. You can't clone me, your girl, Queen Baby. And you already know it's your boy Sean Don, and we are back with another episode of the A-List Podcast. You already know, baby. Consistency, consistency, consistency. All right, Transformer. <laughs> Transformer. <laughs> anyway, Sean, this is a very, very special podcast because we have a very, very special guest tonight. Yes, All we right. do. Well, today, I shall say. <laughs> And she's on the line. She's on the line. Miss Tyria talks. Hey, Shantaria. Hey, y'all. <laughs> How you doing? Hi. Now, if y'all don't know, which most listeners do and most may not, but Shantaria is one Wait, of my. So quite, which is it? Which is it? Most may know or they or they don't. Which is it? No, I'm saying most may know, but the others may not. No, you said most may know, most may others. not. So which one is it? Okay, well, either or. Either or. You either know or you don't know. And, but if you don't know, I'm going to tell you so. <laughs> so if you don't know, Shantaria is my best friend. And she also has her own podcast. She's a brand builder. She's just a badass boss. So, you know, we had to bring her on here. It is March. So that means it's Women's Month. Woo, woo, woo. I am honored. So, you know, we got to represent. I'm honored. Is there such thing as Men's History Month? I've never heard of it. I haven't, but you know, if you want to start it, what much you want, baby? What 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 much you want, King? Like we gonna talk about it because I, I already see how this month's gonna go. <laughs> Listen, it, every day is Women's Day, so like like we said about Black History Month, how it's just an anniversary. Women's Month is technically just an anniversary as well because y'all gotta treat us like queens every day, so it really don't matter. Interesting. Am I right, Pooh, or am I right? That's a fact. Uh, a queen, a queen. So, Pooh, tell us a little bit about yourself or tell the listeners about yourself. Hi, y'all. Um, my name is Shantaria. I met Marquavia. Um, I met Queen a few years ago. I ain't say tell them our story. I said tell them well, about I, they you. They have to know why I'm here. I'm just trying to. Okay, well. Hey y'all, <laughs> my name is Shantiria and I am the host of the Tiria Talks podcast. And if you haven't heard about, about it, it, please, please, please get into it. Um, Tiria Talks podcast is basically a Christian-based podcast. Um, it shows how you can be who you are and still love God. Um, a lot of times people feel like because of who they are, they can't have a relationship with God because it's on their terms and when they get ready. But I teach that um, you are ready. You're born ready. So I'll leave my information at the end of this podcast and um, just make sure you tune in. I'm so glad that you gave us that description of your podcast because the topic that I want to get in today, granted, it's going to be multiple topics we talk about. But the topic that I personally wanted to get into was, um, it, it made me a little reach, but you know, we're going to get into it because, you know, I heard Mike Todd today and I went to church and in a, in a, in the, it was a series, the church was doing a series about relationships, making it or breaking it, 
um just being in a relationship overall and that whole make it or break it thing and the end of the series they um brought mike todd in and his topic was basically about sex was god's idea and you know y'all two are holier than thou holier than freaking thou both of y'all sean i don't <clears throat> i don't claim holier than thou god, god still got work to do with me <laughs> yes but to me in my as my circle of friends y'all are you know compared to me y'all a little bit up there so i just wanted to bring this topic to both of y'all because i think it was very interesting because he just broke it down in so many different ways he brought up the whole soul ties he talked about christians trying to put different levels on sins but when god look at it a sin is still a sin so i just wanted to bring that to y'all so how y'all feel about that Sean, I'll let uh, you start on partic- that one. <laughs> are we are we focusing particularly on sex first, um, or is it just? We, it, I just wanted to be. We can focus on the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that because regardless, it's within relationships. Period. Okay, so um, one of the things that I I first learned is that when you look at sex as a whole, sex first starts with union, and union starts with man woman relationship, and I just realized that the reason that people sex is so perverted these days now is because that's the main thing the enemy can try to attack because union between man and woman was the first institution known to man. That was the very first thing God created. That was when that was one of the first institutions before the church. It was man and woman. It was that union. So the devil and the devil didn't come to attack anything until that union was made. Like you never noticed the devil didn't bother Adam while he was just Adam. The devil didn't come to bother it until it was Adam and Eve. So he attacked that union. So with sex now, the reason it's so perverted is because we don't have an understanding of what the basis of real union is, especially in our millennial generation. Like granted, we see it now. So many people are getting pregnant. So many people are just our generation is very lustful i don't think we have a good understanding of union before sex like we don't have a good understanding of love we don't have a good understanding of compassion we don't have a good understanding of uh just understanding period so that already leads to an unhealthy sexual relationship because you don't know what you're getting yourself into if that makes sense well i'll first start off by saying to anyone listening to this podcast under my voice just open the bible and read the book of proverbs um Proverbs talks a lot about um, cautions when it comes to sexual relationships. And of course, um, I don't know what, I don't know the content of what you heard today, Miss Queen, but sex is of God. But there again, there's boundaries when it comes to sex. Um, Sex is like Sean said, it's a union. It comes with marriage and um, it's a form of intimacy, you know, to connect on another level with your spouse. Um, Like Sean said, sex today is used as something recreational um is taken not too serious when and definitely when it comes to soul ties i would love to talk about that um but you know there again i'm someone who had a son when i was 15 years old so um i think what i learned from that is jesus you know what i don't even want to get into that <laughs> i would say you know that's what? what we do on the aliens, baby. No, you yeah. said it. you learn you learn Jesus. That was the, that was the period at the end of the sentence. I agree with Sean, and then I'll get deeper into that a little later. Okay, because okay, so Sean, you brought up being perverted. So Todd did bring up um, what's being called good is now being called perverted, 
and the whole situation of because of how we're growing up in a generation before us never really go into depth or really teach us anything we don't know the understanding of love and lust and it, and it just start it and that's what messes up the whole generation of things and why things are becoming so confusing for everyone i mean yeah because we we've talked about this before in the podcast but you get to a place where when you have one broken generation that doesn't understand sex trying to teach another generation, that, that generation, the new generation becomes broken and it becomes a, a pattern of reteaching bad habits and reteaching ununderstanding. So if everybody don't know what's really going on, you have to go back to the source and really figure out what true love is. That's why me personally, I didn't grow up in like a two parent household. So I didn't have that dynamic of understanding what man and woman union was like as a, as a marriage. So I, those things like that, I had to learn on my own. It's just like when we come into, I feel like the goal, is really educating. If you take the the stigma away from talking about sex with your kids and talking about love and talking about understanding, then that that teaches a new generation the proper way to love, the proper way to 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 be loved. You get what I mean? And if you don't have that understanding, then you, you you've already failed. That generation has already failed. So I feel like that starts before you can talk about sex. You have to right. talk about love, and you have to talk about what love is, and and th- that's the basis of it. So when I guess when you're trying to figure out the difference between love and lust, what it really comes down to is understanding that union versus the per like the perversion that comes with just recreational sex or recreational um, attachment or ad- admiration for somebody. If that's not so, here's the thing. Let's based. just demystify the notion right now that sex is something bad because it's totally not. Um, a lot of times right, when we hear the word right. sex, especially as like little children coming up, um, that's something that we can't communicate or talk about with our parents because we feel like it's something dirty. Um, especially especially being raised in a Christian um based household or just religion, a um, religious household um in general, you think it's something of the world. But I believe that sex is um something sacred. It bounds us together. Um, it's celebrating each other, and I think it's God's gift, definitely. Um, I just have something to say, right? So nowadays in relationships, I feel like sex is idolized. It's just the main thing. So I was talking to a guy. Y'all want to hear this story, right? (laughs) I was talking to a guy. Okay, so I was dating. I was dating a guy. And um, his thing was, his love language was very physical. And he had the nerve to say to me that um, he would know if he liked me or not once we spend time in a more intimate setting like the the dates the lunch dates wasn't doing it for him at all and (laughs) you know his thing was you know once you come to my house and we hang out and we do this and we do that you know I don't know if I like you and to me that was just very like wow is this how our guys are nowadays you know this is a this is a man with the college degree you know he has a good career he's a police officer and it's kind of like you know a lot of times we'll think you know that's how hood guys think but no, this is really how guys think in general. So what do you all think about that? Sean, I would like you to touch on that. Um. I mean, we do. <sighs> but I just I just want to say something because I just feel like that way of thinking, he won't get very far with that because at the end of the day, that is not what's going to keep. <laughs> what do you mean he won't get very far? He's already gotten this far. So he, he he definitely no, he's only gotten as far because he hasn't brought it up. But now that he has, I'm pretty sure. I'm hoping. I'm assuming. Pooh, that relationship is not no more. 
Oh, baby, that relationship is done. Exactly. But see, that's the difference. He's, he's gotten this far because he hasn't he hasn't come into contact with a woman that knows right. exactly what she wants. And right. what, so that's the difference. And that comes with Pooh being educated. So if you don't but have a woman that's educated, that only furthers the cycle because now both of them think that that's okay and they've already entered into a union or a bond that's not not exi- what it should be. So he, he's gotten exactly how far he need to get. Clearly <laughs> not if he's not still in a relationship because that's not working. That's not sticking with no woman that he's with at the at whatever time he's pursuing a woman and then they get in a relationship and then they do get that far. Well, then it, it, it eventually ends. Well, in my opinion, I don't think that it's the relationships that's not working. It's him getting bored. Him. Because if you're after something physical, you'll get bored because there's no substance. So exactly. So it's not really the fact that it's, I don't think it's the women. I think it's him. So, Sean, if you could, you know, just double back a little and just tell me why is it that guys think like that? Um, why do we think? Why do you? Think- I feel like Sean is like the worst person because Sean <laughs> is like the weirdest of weird guys. Oh, that he just think he's the like the one shooting star that nobody can reach. I can play devil's advocate. Good okay. Too. Yeah, you can play devil's advocate real, but it, you you're not you haven't lived it. <laughs> I can't help it that I ain't never live a trash nigga life. Ooh, that ain't oh, my fault. Come on, Black King. Praise God. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think it comes down to the fact that we were most men weren't 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 like brought into or raised in a sense where they think love first. You think attraction is physical first. And once you establish, like, we figure that if we don't find that physical attraction first, then the emotional attraction will never come because I can't get past not being all the way physically attracted to you or all the way connected to you physically first. But that's the problem is that, like Pooh said, you have to find out an emotional, uh, uh, like uh, an emotional attraction first, uh, a soul attraction first, because if you don't have that, then like she said, you will get bored. And I feel like everybody's had that situation where you talk to somebody, you in the honeymoon stages and everything's cool. Like y'all laughing, y'all giggling. It's like high school love, da da da. But after a while, once that honeymoon stage is over, you you start realizing like, hey, this person do this that I don't like, or this is not what I had intended. And now you're bored and you done had sex and you done did this, is that, and the third. So now you're continuing to strive for something only because of, well, that's good, but all these other things don't line up. But the sex good. I like the way they do this. But they actually an asshole. But this is good because they kiss good. Like you, you start confusing your lack of soul attraction for a physical attraction so that's where it comes for me that's what i think it is well if you could give um any advice to any young man you know out there listening to this podcast what would it be like how how do you go from thinking with your penis and to actually getting to know a woman and you know i feel like that's i honestly think that's something to be taught into practice like the thing, yeah you're right but it's like the same it's kind of hard now because especially for our age you're getting into because this is honestly this is on both sides the women are moving into that same stage as well too they're starting to think like that but you have grown people trying to get educated on stuff that should have been foundational you get what i mean and it's kind of hard to reteach stuff that should have already been taught so it's not it's not hard if you want to learn though it's not. And I think it comes down with age. I really think it comes down to really understanding that after a certain time, you don't want to like, it ain't, it ain't time to be out here with every girl in the streets no more. Like when you start to really want to settle down and you really realize what you want, I feel like that growth comes naturally. But then I feel like, well, so do you think it's too late though at that point? Like, 
Because it's like, I mean, at what point, like, do guys get it? Like, because, I mean, at this point, the way social media works, like, you, at this point, you see everything that can go wrong and what you think is right, you see it. So the fact that you're singing it now, at what point do you say, okay, well, I don't want to be like that, so I should change? Why they don't, like, but nobody changes. And it's, like, it's dead in your face. Like, you see, like, this is not working. I shouldn't be treating women like this. I shouldn't be with this type of woman because it's not going to work. It's not working. I'm too old for this. I'm too grown for this. Like, when does the change come? I think it's all about... Because men just dumb, honestly. Don't say men. Because it's, it's honestly... You, you look... Yeah, and this... And, like, it really is. It, like I said, it's a whole generation full, men and women, of just people that don't understand love. I think I don't understand love, but I ain't never been it, been in it neither. So <laughs> <laughs> we know, girl. We know. Oh, I know you didn't just call we me know. out of there. Um, you, but there again, I don't know. I think um, young men should, you know, get mentors. That's very important. Um, when you see something being demonstrated, you tend to walk in it. Um, if there's no guidance, then you just continue on in your old ways. So. I'm praying for the next generation. Generation Z, is it? I'm praying for Generation Z. I'm just teaching my yeah. son the right way. So, like, how do you go about that? Because Vince is like so young. So, like, what are, what are well, things? Well, I never that had a conversation do? with Vince about um sex yet. That that that's very hard. I don't even <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. But um, just showing him how I just carrying myself, you know, um the right way. Just showing him how to talk to women, correcting his speech. Um teaching him to hold the door, you know, to open car doors. Just It starts with small things like that. Um, when you appreciate a woman, you, you treat her better. Um, when you understand, when you know how to respect a woman, you just tend to, um, I don't know, you fall in line. But see, my thing with that is you got niggas that can play the good guy role very well. You know what I mean? Psychopaths. <laughs> They are called <laughs> psychopaths. I mean, you got you really got some of us out here that can really play that good guy role well. Like it's it's we can do it. We can play the role well. Yeah, but you can but play I, it well, but you can't play it long. And that's that's when a, a real woman will spot that out. Mm. Yeah, that's all that is. Because I I get where you was going for that, but at some point, like you that role that you keep playing, it wears out, and then you become a whole new person. You actually become the person that you really are, and then it's like, damn, I can't really fuck with you now because this is the real you. And now that I see that, that good guy role don't even matter no more. Touche. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wasn't expecting that from me, huh? I ain't mean to say that. I ain't mean to say that. I'm gonna cut that I, out. I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> come on, transformation nation. You messing up. I, I know, right? Dang, we was on a good note. But anyways, he was also talking about how the reason why we with love and lust we're so dysfunctional in it because nine times out of ten, the people that 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 bring it to light to us are one our friends who don't know nothing or a family member or just some some situation that we probably shouldn't be in and, and, and it just get brought up and it's like okay well this is okay i think it's okay and then it becomes a cycle right. and a cycle and it keeps going and keeps going because nobody so knows here's the thing i grew up in a stop. single parent household where um my mom it was just really me and my mom so when it came and you know my father was never in my life so when it came to 
loving a man and showing my love for a man, it was hard. It was hard to say, I love you. It was hard to say, you know, to just to be nice and show those gestures because it was unfamiliar to me. And I think once you've been shown something, um, all of your life, it's kind of natural for you to walk in it. Um, for me, it was something that I had to learn. And like you said, who do who who am I learning from? So it was something that I learned from what I seen and the people that I was looking at. I can't say that they were demonstrating, you know, the correct way. So it's just trial and error for me. That's how I learned how to love it. You know, God's still working on me. It's so crazy because you know I was in a two parent household. I got my mom and my dad, but. My mom and my daddy, they was never, like, that affectionate in front of me. They may have been, but never in front of me, so I never seen it. But I'm a big movie person. Like, I love movies. I love romance. So I always seen it, but it's like I always seen it in movies, but I never seen it in real life. So it's like, how, like what's real? What's not real? How do I distinguish this? Do I, this is this what I want or, or is this what I want? But now, like, now that I'm older, my mom and my dad are doing what well, my mom more, but because you know how man is. But she's been more affectionate now. Pops like that. <laughs> he know, he already know how it is. If y'all listen to the Valentine's podcast, Valentine's Day podcast, y'all know how my daddy is and you can kind of tell how so my mom is. Because I ain't never getting no gift before, so I ain't... <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like, now she's doing it. Now I'm older, like I already already have in my mind granted you don't know everything and you're still learning as you go but i already have um a set weight in my mind of how i would want my love to be or how my relationship would be or how i would be with the person i am destined to be with but that's something i had to build yeah. on my own i understood but you, you know once you get into that relationship when god sends you that person i think it's you'll learn how to love that person every day you don't go in it knowing how to love because everybody is different so you get in it and yeah. you adjust. Yeah. You, yeah, you just you have to have people. that foundation. You know, respect is definitely one of them. Um, respect and commitment. That's all you need, baby. <laughs> respect so and I, communication now. The foundation. Oh, so y'all laying out the foundation for what y'all want right now. Commun- respect. All right, fellas, listen up. Commitment. You got respect, communication. What's up? What's Sacrifice. Next? Understanding. Commitment. Sacrifice. My my biggest thing will always be communication because I was just talking with somebody the other day and, and somebody told me the reason why communication is so important because it, 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 it is what holds the relationship together. Because at the end of the day, I don't, you telling me your favorite color is red is not as important as you telling me that you was raped at five years old. Because if you don't tell me that and then something yeah. goes wrong or I'm touching you one way and you reacting a, a different way, I don't know like why you reacting this way because you're not communicating with me because I know your your favorite color is orange. Like, it, no, you got to communicate certain yeah. things with me so we can know how to work through things. But see, I also will say that our generation wasn't, in my opinion, I don't think we authentically were raised in knowing how to navigate those conversations that lead to effective communication. Like, you play games like 21 Questions where you're like, okay, I want to know everything, this, that, and the third right now, and that's what I want to know, and after that, that's it. But certain things yeah, like that like especially like rape or something like that takes time that takes a level of understanding that takes a level of empathy to 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 give and take with somebody you get what i mean yeah but so but but um but i'm also talking about the whole i'm talking about it in a communication aspect as if 
yeah, it will. Eventually, we will be lasting past two, three months, and you still haven't communicated something with me. And I agree, I get it. And granted, it do take time, but if something is going on with you, and I don't know what's going on, and we keep arguing about this thing, at what point do you let me know this is the reason why I'm probably reacting this way to you? Yeah, I just feel like. Nobody really knows the set time and on when you can release certain information or when you feel comfortable telling somebody, which is the first thing that if you don't feel comfortable telling somebody certain things or opening up certain sides of yourself to somebody, which I think is what most guys are problem is. We don't know how to release more or open up on more emotional sides that we have because we're very blocked and barricaded in that way, which holds us back from understanding a certain level of love or reached a certain level of love and understanding because we blocked a whole complete side of us off that we don't allow people to see. And then, so if you can't see that part, you're not understanding the full version of who somebody is. And if that dude hasn't already at least opened up that side to themselves and they don't even know who they are fully because they haven't opened up that emotional that emotional side. Yeah. Also, if you feel like you're not comfortable with me, then why are we together? At, well, like because at some point a girl is going to think she's the problem. And that'd be so and that And that's just the type of. That's just how women are built. Like we are so quick to I mean, blame ourselves because because we don't know. I feel like that's a that's just a relationship thing. I don't think that's just women are so quick. I think men have that same thing. Like especially because girls are more emotional, but sometimes y'all don't like to share either. So you could be asking like a girl like, okay, well, what's wrong? Like, can you talk to me about this? Like, please let me know what's going on. And she's like, oh, it's nothing. Da, 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 da. Well, after a while. After you tell me no, it's nothing for a certain amount of times, okay, I'm going to really start, okay, no, it's nothing. But you have this whole side of you that you, or you have this whole unresolved issue that you don't want to well, speak up on because, oh, you don't want to. I'm sorry, you know Sean. I mean? so I it's, to, that's I a both-sided thing where people feel like Because what? I feel like it's all about making a woman feel safe and comfortable in the relationship to where she won't leave anything out and she's willing to share everything with you because she knows that you'll take it to grow her um, and not use it against her. I think a lot of times, nowadays especially, we're in relationships that we don't really trust. We're in relationships um, that we're just, we're, we are just comfortable because of like, um, I guess, um, what is it? Monetary stability and things of that nature. Nowadays, relationships aren't really sacred anymore. So that's just. But shouldn't, shouldn't the goal be to make both people in the relationship feel safe and, and, and like, because it shouldn't be just like men should be trying to make sure that a woman feels safe and that a woman feels that should be something that both parties are trying to push to each other. And that's what open like eventually gives like the most honest conversation and the most honest like exchange of emotions and feelings. Because if you feel like you've done so like granted men are, but we're protectors naturally, but we want that, we want that love. We want that nurturing back, which is why most men are so uh, transparent with their mothers and stuff like that, because we've gotten that from them. Like they, we, we've been like, okay, like you don't cry in front of your dad, but you might shed a couple of tears or something in front of your mama. Like that's yeah, that but then again, the I mean, yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. Me personally, I'm a confider. You know, my man can come to me for anything. Sean, if you're having any troubles, you know, just call me, hit me up. <laughs> um, but you know, most women aren't raised to, <laughs> aren't raised like that. You know, like it's one sided. Everyone thinks the man is supposed to do everything. The man is supposed to make you feel. So you know what? It's women's mind. But you know what, Sean? Shout out to the men out there, the good men. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. The support of Shout out to y'all, Sean. The support of kings, (laughs) I shall say. We try. 
Hey, wait, where should I sign up for one? Staple Black Men Association, we are here. Okay. Hey. Exactly. Are we in the wrong city? What's up? No, we have in, uh, what's it called? We have in a rush. How should I approach him? Come by and check all the uh, dudes out, you know? (laughs) Okay. 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 Queen. Queen. You said something about soul ties earlier. I want to get into that. So cut it. That's me. Yeah, okay, so me and Sean has have talked about soul ties, but I don't think we really dug into it. So, yeah, we can d- dig into it since we have a special guest, and she want to talk about soul ties. But what what you want to talk about with soul ties? Because I just feel like I, so when it comes to soul ties, that's all about energy with me. And I'm real big on energy, and I feel like energy um definitely transfers from one person to another. So you may be having being nasty i'm gonna say doing the nasty with somebody else who got all type of problems now you now you got problems because of that person energy and that person problems now you bringing it to me when i ain't even asked for that so y'all know i've been listening to them i did because i was are y'all familiar with major nine because i've been really listening (laughs) but i ain't know no better and that's my song listen them soul ties yeah. got you stuck yeah. again. <laughs> I haven't heard See, the song, look, but you yeah. can be who you are and what still love God. I be trying to tell Break everybody. Um, basically, for me, I think soul ties is very, very, very. I agree. Um, yes. it's real. I don't think people think soul ties are real. Um, it's very much real. It- but that's the people that are un- they they like to deny the power that sex has. Because or it's like, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it, the only re- the re- the one one reason alone why people should know notice that soul ties is real is because if that person who did you that you did the nasty with, um, did you wrong, and all of a sudden like something like his presence do something to you. It, it, it just like it just makes you quiver it just makes you dislike him it, whatever that emotion may be because of that situation that it's clearly soul ties alone because you can't even let him go you can't even not even be angry at him anymore oh, you wow. can't even just so my take feel, on it is that soul ties like, kind of fragments the soul and, and they're very destructive <laughs> so when you're trying to move on um just like you said soul ties are serious like you can lay down with someone and they can be going through something and that attaches to you without you even knowing um but i think a lot of people think soul ties is physical and it's not only it's not only physical um soul ties is envy soul ties is um Mm -hmm. obsession yeah oh. it's not only um having I'm sex you, you know it's definitely when you envy someone when you're obsessed with someone those are soul ties as well um i'm not sure if you, you know queen i'm not sure if you're familiar with the story in the bible about um king david and jonathan i don't remember what book is in um son i don't know if you can help me out with this one i i think it's the book of sin of oh. <laughs> I think it's the book of Samuel. Um, they had a friendship, and in the Bible, um, it was referred to as a soul tie, and it talked it talked about how um, when Jonathan did something, I don't even remember. Jonathan did something, and um, Sam, what's his name? King David knew exactly how he was feeling, and it was they referred to it as a soul tie. So, like, let's say me and you, Queen, we have soul ties, and just like you said, it's energy. So if you're having 
<laughs> if you're having a bad day oh, okay. and I'm around it. you, that okay, rubs I'm off on me and that becomes a soul tie. It's, it's energy. So it's not only sexual. Mm-hmm. It says... It says, as soon as he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Granted, that's probably just a little piece, and it probably <laughs> digs deeper, but yeah, I I never thought thought that. All right, Bible up. First of all, don't even go there, okay? <laughs> Listen, I be trying to get into my little spiritual bag sometimes, okay? Because, I, you know, everybody got to, you know, get into their spiritual bag in their own type of way, you know? So, Sean, how do that. you think we get right? How do you think show ties are broken? Right, yeah. They are. They are. They're not. I feel like once they're Actually, there, they're no. there. So- that's 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 not true. I don't. I feel like a soul tie, which because I feel like this comes in the same thing. Like y'all ever seen like when people like okay, like you have to remove yourself from certain people because of the energy that you get from them is transferred, and you start to feel it. I feel like first the first thing is to recognize it, and a lot of people don't recognize that people are giving them bad energy because they don't they don't notice that they don't notice the energy that the person has. Like I don't know how serious I gotta say it how I'm thinking it. Um. yeah but it's like pretend quay like you said like you could you having a bad day or stuff like that and now all of a sudden like i'm starting to have a bad day because you're giving off your bad energy and stuff like that first the first step is for me to recognize that my the reason i'm having a bad day now is because you just gave me your energy so i have to first recognize and tell you hey look this is what it is I'm having a peaceful and positive day and I'd love to share some of that light and positivity with you. But if you can't receive that energy and try to reciprocate it, you got to be off my, I, I can't be around you today. That's my, I think the first thing is recognizing yeah. and then removing or um, acknowledging the people that are giving you those bad vibes or those energies and letting them know. Cause all energy is it's, like you said, it's communication. Yes. I definitely all, agree with that. Um, I'm just going to the energy that they're getting um, first. Piggyback off what to, Sean said. How to work I think, it, I think you it. have to renounce, the um soul tie and you have to do this verbally you know a lot of times you hear you have to be specific in your prayers with god so you have to really go to god and just be like in jesus name i now renounce any ungodly soul tie form between myself and whatever the person name is as a result of whatever happened and you gotta really you know get specific with god because a lot of times you just go to god and say god could you please forgive me for doing this but you didn't get in detail you know you have to really get in detail you have to forgive the person um for anything that they've done against you you know a lot of times we don't want to break the soul ties until something goes wrong what queen what queen and No, I'm just, I just want to say I agree with you, but I feel like for some people it's hard to, to forgive people if they don't, uh, how can I say this? People wants to want, want other people to know that um they are forgiving them, if that makes sense. So if I, if I'm trying to communicate, communicate to you like, oh my God, like you did me wrong. Like I, I have to get this off my chest and I need you to know, I want to get this off my chest. And you have done me wrong, and I, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. But I just want you to know, so you as a person can change. Well, I understand what you're saying, I but will, forgiveness, I um, like, okay, it's I'm for free. you. It's not for the other person. Um, Am I making so sense? I don't know. I don't... That's something that you want. 
I don't think that's something that everyone wants, Sean. But I'm saying, but that's a part of something that you want. <laughs> that's something that you want, Queen. Um, for me personally, forgiveness. If somebody done anything to me, I forgive I them because I don't want it to um have any barrier on how I move forward. I want to be able to move forward freely. Um, so I forgive them and I make it known. I put it out in the atmosphere. They don't. I really don't have to reach out to them to say, "Hey, exactly. I forgive you," but I have to. Right, right. Because what does that do for you? Because I, I didn't forgive you well, for you. I forgive you for me. Honestly. Listen, but it's like a closure thing. So y'all don't. So y'all don't. Y'all don't need closure. Right. I'm gonna say. I'm I gonna won't say lie and say I won't. It depends on the right situation. Now, and I'm Sometimes gonna say when you reach out to problem. someone Everybody to give closure. closure. Sometimes your best for, closure is moving well, on like and being said, happy. When you reach out like, to them to say, "Hey, I forgive you," and you can't do that with just you and yourself, I think. You still want, like, you still um, crave something from them. Like, I don't know what. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, but personally, I think if you reach out to someone and you want to make it known, hey, I forgive you, that satisfies. <laughs> Does that satisfy you? I don't know. But for me, if you've done something to me wrong, I personally don't have anything to say to you. But I have to forgive you because it's the godly thing to do. And even if we move forward, before I have before I've even told you that I've forgiven you, I've already I've already forgiven and acknowledged the situation myself. So it's already let go on my end. Me letting you know is a courtesy saying, Hey, this Why? is this is how we're moving forward. But you only you only got certain one time for me to forgive you. Cause after I've forgiven you, that same mistake can't happen again. You can't allow I can't because I've already shown you access and a level of hurt that you've given me by doing that action. So now moving forward, this by me telling you that I've forgiven you, this is me letting you know I've reconciled my feelings on this issue issue but moving forward if you ever mm. get me back to that to that space and get me back into that mindset and get me back into that frame where you've hurt me and uh, where you've hurt me in that same way that can't happen that's where we now we now we move into another level so me letting you know that you're forgiven is letting you know that my my feelings towards on this issue have been reconciled and moving forward i expect you to do better that's the only thing me forgive letting you know that you're forgiven is doing because i've already accepted what you've done and i've already let it go on my end already Right. And just because you forgive someone, that does not mean you have to reconcile the relationship. Yeah, just like Sean true. said, you don't have to return. Like, listen, I forgave you. Like Sean said, I forgave you. Now I'm going to move forward. I don't have to speak to you again. I don't have to, but I have no, I harbor no negative feelings um, towards you. And that's people problem. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people either, sometimes people even seek forgiveness and they still have negative feelings in their heart. And that's, that's not even a, a genuine sorry when you're seeking a forgiveness in that aspect, but sometimes people forgive people and they still have that hurt. You, that's, you can't lie to yourself. You have to be very honest with yourself. And I feel like if you're not sorry, if you really haven't forgiven me, don't, don't let me know that you've forgiven me. Take your time. Like I remember me and like, I think I told you like me and one of like one of my good friends, like me and her, like I did something very wrong and she was very upset about it. And she was naturally right to be very upset about it. And she, I told her, I said, I don't, granted, I want your forgiveness and I crave that because it makes somebody that's done you wrong good to know that they're forgiven. But at the same time, you have to allow people to grieve. You have to allow people to feel that hurt. You have to allow people to process their feelings. We live in a society that's so boom, boom, boom. I want it right now. I want it right now. And that's why our feelings aren't being aren't being adequately expressed because you haven't allowed me to accept what's going on. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the king of telling people, look, take your time. 
because I'm, I'm not pressed for it right now. Granted, I would love it, but I want you to figure out if this is what you want to do. Because if it's not, we right. have to figure out how to move forward in our own separate ways. So take your time to access your pain, to to feel it, to relive it, to do whatever you have to do. Take your time. I and what good? What I'm sorry. And what good does it if I say I forgive you, but I still bring up everything you ever did to me? So it's definitely exactly. I hate that. Don't say you forgive me, and now you want to bring back up the issue. It's over already. Because once you said, once I've said sorry, and once I forgive you, or vice versa, don't bring it up. It's dead. I don't know if it's something that I need to work on and pray on for myself, but whoo, child, I could hold a grudge. So this forgiveness. I, maybe that's what I need—a word on forgiveness. Cause once I'm not, once I can't deal with you no more, then I just can't deal with you. And it can probably be the slightest thing, but I feel like my heart is too pure, and I be too nice to people for you to even try me. How did we get here? Cause we were definitely talking about soul ties. We were definitely talking about soul ties. <laughs> but this always happened. This is why we are called the A list because we can just go on and on, and it just on and on and on. It, but. Yeah, just we went from soul ties to forgiveness. But it all at the end of the day, it all makes sense and it's all in the same circle, you know. Boom. But let's talk about this um before we before we end, let's talk about this um men's month, baby. I mean, I feel that was me trolling, but oh, I feel okay. like <laughs> I definitely do feel like they're black men, what do we get? I mean, what do we get? Father's Day? Father's Day, come on. That's I'm, I'm waiting for birthday, Where's our birthday? See, this is the thing, Pooh. Okay, so this is the thing with Sean. Sean feel like because he feel one way about some stuff that all men feel this type of way, and I feel like I, honestly I did not think, say that. I did not, I not say that. That you say that, but I know you, and in your mind, you think all men want certain stuff. These men don't be wanting like Valentine's Day. All these men was telling me they don't care about no gift. All they want to do is be left alone and play 2K. And you're the only that's one not that... Love. <laughs> that's not That's not love. That's not love. Well, I was, and I wasn't even talking about like physical gifts. I was talking about men. Valentine's Day is an appreciation effort that should be going both ways. Okay. Like that well, shouldn't be something that like that. That's what I was trying to get. Whole, so let me break it down. Cause I feel like y'all tried to twist whoo, my words. You, wasn't twisting. We were, I, you said what you said and we just went off of what you said. Baby, why? Boo. What I was trying to to get across is that I feel like Valentine's Day should not be just a one sided holiday that's men pouring into women. I feel like that's a holiday that should be both both people should be pouring into each other, using each other's love language to give the best gifts, the best affection, that sort of. Okay, thing. that's what that I was. was we don't care. We don't care because at the end of the day, no, you wrong. We get it, but I feel like we. It's okay, Quay, that you trash and you don't give good Valentine's Day gifts. That's okay. Not. I am not. I am not. Listen, all I'm saying is these men don't want much. So I'm just so confused when all of a sudden y'all just wanted to start having all this stuff. Like all this stuff was never wanted from y'all. You talking about appreciation, like a women's history month? I get it. Because women, y'all are the most the black woman at least is the most disrespected woman in society. Give her, give her, give her her flowers. Men want our flowers too. Like we want I don't know. I just think about stuff like that. Maybe it's just me. What you, what I, you, I guess what men, I guess a men's history month would be like weird because it's like what you do before women were allowed to make all like certain history. Men was already doing it. The reason why women have a women's history month is to highlight the impacts and the successes and culture that they were allowed to make post the time when they were just seen as like housewives and stuff like that. So maybe that's why. Oh, know. what you saying sounds good because you're really good with your words. But at the end of the day, and all I'm saying is. Y'all don't need nothing. Sit the f- down. That's all. <laughs>
Yeah, but anyways, this was a good podcast. This was good topics. I really enjoy Shantiria's wow. presence. You can find me on Instagram at Professional Baddie. Um, and that's my only social media for right now. I do want to close us out in prayer. Um, now, my prayer is for me, but it's for us. And I just want you all to, you know, close your eyes and just commune with me and we're going to go to God and we're going to be cleansed of all of our ungodly deeds or whatever. All right. <laughs> Lord Jesus, thank you for this podcast. Thank you for this communion and thank you that we have touched and changed the lives of at least one listener. We ask that you forgive us for forming ungodly and unhealthy relationships. Forgive us for having sex outside of marriage, though we acknowledge it as a sin. We cut ourselves free and reannounce the covenant of this one flesh union and break the mental images that have kept us from connecting to you and your word. We give you all of our guilt, <laughs> shine. We give you all of our guilt and shame and in, and in exchange, receive your forgiveness and acceptance. Where we have been controlled, we choose to forgive and release. We step outside from under control and influence and release those whom have controlled us. We draw back to ourselves every part which has been wrongfully tied in bondage to him or her in our minds, emotions, and we ask that you cleanse us and restore our souls. In Jesus' name, we break and sever all unhealthy soul ties and the assignment of all evil spirits attempting to keep us in bondage and command all clean, unclean and controlling spirits to leave now. We command all unclean and controlling spirits to leave now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks everyone for listening once again. Y'all know this is an A-list podcast. We always, always appreciate appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. If you don't already know, follow me at Queen. They said it's literally spelled how it is said. Q-U-E-E-N-T-H-E-Y-S-A-I-D. Um, and you already know where you can find me at Sean Don two underscores at the end. That's gonna be S-E-A-N-T-H-E-D-O-N. And as always, the A-list podcast on Instagram, which is gonna be the A-list pod. The a list pod. <laughs>